Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, July 31st, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, Cosmos Potluck with Citadel One and Odin Protocol, hosted by Cosmos Haas. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone. Sorry for the delay. I was speed running, mowing my grass. Literally speed running because <laughs> it's, it's, it's supposed to rain real soon. So. I haven't had a chance to mow my grass like all week. It's it was really high, <laughs> but I, I was I was speed running and then I was like, oh shit! I got like five minutes to hop in the shower real quick. <laughs> That's uh, good. That's good. Good times. What's going on, Eric? Hey man, nothing much. Glad you're mowing the lawn. Oh, hello. Hi. So we have double hop. Yeah, let's see. Let's see how it turns out. <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll start the show shortly here. But today we're gonna have Cynadel One, and then followed by Odin Protocol. We have a little contest going uh, for anyone that has the best questions can get entered into a, um, a drawing. So we're going to have two seg- segments. The first is going to be um, Citadel 1. Best three questions will win 1,000 XCT. And then the second portion of the show, we're going to do the same thing with them. Uh, you don't have to necessarily come up and request to speak and ask it. You can DM me, however. In order for me to verify you're legit, you, you definitely just have to at least stop by and say hello to qualify for the entry. So, Rena, are you the only one stopping by from Citadel? I guess so. It's too late for Vlad. That's all good. Anyways, I, um, I will be able to get all the questions. How late is it there for you? Um, It's like evening, uh, <laughs> but it's good. The best time for spaces. Yeah. That's usually when we do them in general, but Sunday, like it's noon right now for uh, for me. I'm in the East Coast, so I like to do that because today's technically my day off. I do, I don't know, probably on average about 14, 15 hours a day in crypto, Monday through Friday, about a half a day or so on Saturday, and then Sunday is supposed to be my off day by the shows. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we stall your day off, right? But crypto is 24-7 anyways. <laughs> I know, it never sleeps, ever. I can never sleep in, you know, like if I, like this morning, I was like, oh, I'm going to get up at like 10, 30, 11, <laughs> right before the show. I got up at like, I don't know, 8.30, and then I was just up. I was like, whatever. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> But I don't want to be that, like, because I don't, I have, like, it's spacious. I mean, I do have neighbors. They're not, like, right on top of me. But I, I don't want to be that guy that's mowing the grass at 8 o'clock in the morning. I have a couple neighbors that do that on a Saturday morning. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? It is so early. Like, why can't you mow, like, when I did it, like, 11 o'clock? I think that's kind of normal. <laughs> if I try to mow at 11 o'clock, I die out here in Texas. It's not yeah. a good time. <laughs> 
Well, no, it usually isn't here, but it's a little bit cooler today because it's been raining a lot lately, which we needed because it was like not raining forever. But um, yeah, it was only up percent. Yeah, we're still like averaging like hundred degrees. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get down with that too much. It's not much to do when it's a hundred degrees. What do you do? You know what I mean. But anyways, I guess we can get started. Uh, so, if you just want to introduce yourself, uh, how, like how long you've been in crypto, how did you find Citadel, how did, how did you guys all meet up and link up, your team, team, and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so personally, I've been in crypto for almost four years, like over four years actually. And I started off as the investment analyst in Perdam Fund, and then we headed out to create this kind of, you know, unique solution to cover all of the bottlenecks within crypto UX. Um, and yeah, so I've been with Settle One since the very inception. Um, my background is mainly in proof of stake networks and research, also the academic research in crypto. Um, yeah, currently I'm doing the business development side and also starting off with the developer relations thing. So, yeah, that's going to be cool because we have both the user solution and the solution for developers. Nice. So how big is your team? How big is your team? Um, it's 50 of us, actually. We're very distributed. So, you know, some of the marketing team is in Asia. We have guys in the US, in China, in Europe, and yeah. So, like, based everywhere, as, like, crypto people are. So, yeah, 50 of us still growing. The majority, of course, are developers. Nice. So, what was your first chain that you uh, validated on? Oh, yeah, it was Tazus back in 2018. Yeah, October okay. 2018, yeah. And we started off with the community of Tazus was big in today's <laughs> nice so how many total chains are you guys on now um about 50 i guess like even if we can't test that chains that's all we've i believe around that number <laughs> that's a lot i mean <laughs> that is a lot i mean we have a team for we we run validators but that's that's a lot <laughs> i think we're at like eight or nine i can't remember i can't remember the exact amount but but yeah. see like, cosmos is growing like for real <laughs> yeah i hope it i hope it keeps growing i think it should i mean what it has gone for it so we're all we're all passionate we all love it i mean i i essentially and the, the uh, my our team we basically devote our lessons. That's my day. I, I do yeah. have a job in real life. I, I work as a tax accountant, but it allows me, yeah, it allows me to multitask. The only unfortunate part of it is that I'm always <laughs> on calls for that type of job. So it it, oh, yeah. it it doesn't allow me to hop on calls or do spaces until I'm like kind of done with work. But I mean, I'm that's kind of just my side hustle. But so. That's kind of funny that tax accountant is actually. <laughs> but yeah. 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 So like my, my backstory, I mean, some people already know this, but like myself personally, COVID happened. And I mean, I always knew about crypto. I've always knew about finances and like economics and, and stuff like that. But when COVID happened, I technically got laid off for a few months and I had a lot of downtime. And I was like, you know what? I always I always loved and had a passion for technology. Like I build computers. And I, I mean, I, I knew what crypto was, but I just some for some reason was kind of wasn't a part of me i was just doing like the web 2 stuff and investing in google and amazon apple and all those type of things but i was like you know what let me let me devote some time to this and 
you know, like but most people coming into this space, they probably go on YouTube, which it's got a good resources, but unfortunately, you know, you're always going to get those top searches. It was like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, or Cardano, maybe like XRP, a couple other ones. But, you know, you start to go down that hole. And then like me personally, since I had so much time, I was asking, I was asking myself so many questions. Like, how are these things going to communicate with one another? Like, you know, what's the friction? Like I was using them and I'm like, you can't even do anything outside of this. Like you can't send data from one to another. Like, oh, cool. Like this hat, like Ethereum has this over there, but um, you know, like XRP has this, there's no way to send the data. There's so much, it's really confusing. I need all these wallets. And so, uh, you know, I just kept asking questions and then, um, luckily, uh, one of the YouTubers, he just covered everything. He had no bias at all. It was just mainly trying to find diamond, diamonds in a rough. None of it was financial advice, but he was just, you know, when osmosis launched, I was like, Hey man, like outside of the top 200 tokens, you know, what really has, what's really drawing your eye. And then he said osmosis. I started asking questions. He started answering some of them. And that's really when I did a deep dive and found Sonny and like what he did and what where he came from and what they're trying to accomplish. And then I started using it and I was like, wow, this is like a really good experience. And then I just got involved after that. And um, the spaces one night was having a show on a Friday night. I didn't even know what Twitter space was because I'm kind of a boomer. <laughs> I, I just like to be left alone and uh, I never even had social media really until about this time last year. And I was, you know, they were talking about Cosmos. I popped in uh, and they were just started talking about it. And that same night, and it definitely wasn't because of me, just, I don't know, just the, the, the thing happened. Like it was basically like 250 people stopped by and it was everyone in Cosmos, like every developer, every founder of each chain and just all came by and just started bullshitting about Cosmos. And, I, and that to me really motivated me and was like, I need to give more and start doing things like this because. I spent thousands of hours studying all this stuff and, you know, I really want to make it so people that have a family or ba basically don't have any time to, to really do all that research that I did to kind of mitigate that learning curve. And we just, that's basically been our mission since day one. And I've been trying to help and I really am passionate with like teams and applications and go out there, they're doing things to improve Cosmos as a whole and, you know, before we even started validating, people would always ask me, like, who do you choose to validate? And I was always like, it's kind of subjective. But I always like, you know, I was delegating with you guys, like, from the very beginning and uh, a couple other oh, really? Things. Yeah, because oh I was God, like, oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, they're doing stuff for Cosmos. Like, they're built, they're helping it out. They're building the tech. Like, they're doing, yeah, just doing all, all kind of different things, you know, whether you're building doing relayers or if you're building applications or you know oh, mobile apps and all kind of things i'm like that's who i always do or people that were providing content and education too and they're like, like a rule of thumb and um yes yeah, so, i mean i've always been kind of delegating with you guys like, i i think one i think osmosis or adam at the very big maybe it was adam there was a couple of them like right off the beginning, I was like, you know, I, everyone was like, hey, you need to, you should delegate with at least three people and then maybe oh. make it up to five. So like, I just started spreading them out, you know? And no, you no, yeah, that makes sense. Still sense. But yeah, I figured, um, and it's so fun when I was to the Snubbler conference in Paris and I met some guys that are speaking with Settle One. I was just so pleased to. So definitely, we're happy to have you aboard.
but yeah, Cosmos is awesome. And so far, we've been kind of focused on Cosmos. Uh, but see, you mentioned that the market was in general very fragmented and you have to have a lot of wallets, whatever, to manage various ecosystems. And this is what we started to, um, you know, to fix since the very beginning. And we started off with staking, of course. So we started to create this kind of a unified application to enable people to actually manage their staking. And back in today's, it was something you know pretty much unique but then we uh, realized that not only staking needs this kind of coverage of from the ux side and thus we started to build this ecosystem like platform to cover the major crypto use cases so asmosis for example got integrated among the first application within our extension section so yeah Definitely got a deep dive in Cosmos and like lately I've been starting to look into some, you know, Cosmos documentation and it's just, you know, Cosmos, oh, it's just like awesome stuff is, is being built by the Cosmos ecosystem, guys. So definitely happy to be here. Glad to have you here. Yeah, it's it's amazing because like the possibilities are just kind of endless in my opinion because of how the technology is there. It's open source and it's modular and it's it's just a good time. I, it's like I can't wait. I, I get so um, pumped up thinking about like how's this going to look in one year? How's this going to look in two years? And it just keeps improving. And me personally, I have like a really good PC setup, so I don't really use mobile too much. But I, I but when the chance the times that I do use mobile, you know, if I'm traveling and I'm on, I want to use my phone real quick. Like the the exp- I'm not saying with you guys, but the overall experience, it, it is starting to improve. But I understand too. I look at it like most people on in, in this world probably don't have access to like a really nice PC setup, so they use their phone for all the crypto, and it definitely needs to improve. And I I, I was messing around on your app, and I, I like what I was you know seeing so far. If you don't mind me asking, like, what type of applications are you gonna try to implement on your actual um, application or on the mobile app? Oh, so for the mobile app, we have this awesome thing. So basically, we'll be integrating them the exact same way we integrated them inside the web application. And what's awesome, we'll be also launching SDK for our tech developers. So say uh, Project X is going to be launched on Cosmos, and they're looking for interface solution to cover whatever they need to focus on the specific business problem they are solving. And so they will be able to implement that on web-based uh, like platform of settle one and it will be very like way easier to get it on the mobile application which is currently like not covered like almost not covered at all so there is no a store solution for application on mobile because also yeah but it's still very early for user experience solutions for then you know not only cosmos but also ethereum is not that you know convenient in that case so we are just basically trying to tackle that not only for the existing project but the coming project and the way you will interact with them is just you know you go to your mobile application you go to your uh, address and you will be able to see the applications that are available for interaction and you'll be able to call it the exact same way that like you call it within the you know within the web-based version so yeah, it will be all, you know, seamless and the, it will be intuitive. And I hope at certain point it will be just, you know, a couple of quick solutions for everything. Do you see a vision of like potentially being able to do swaps, like being able to build some sort of like front end on like osmosis to be able to do some sort of like swaps directly on there too? 
Oh, yeah, sure. So, like, basically, we currently have this Osmosis alternative front-end integrated into Settle 1. It's being redesigned, by the way. But in the same way, you'll be just able to open that a swap on mobile version and, you know, interact with IBC tokens easily. So, yeah, definitely. Nice. What's going on, Grits? How you doing? Pretty good. Just got finished working on my truck. It's done now. Nice. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> So someone else joined. Okay, very nice. I'm Rina. <laughs> nice to How's meet you. Going? Nice to meet you. All good. We were just talking Cosmos and Settle. So, did, did you get to run into uh, particular teams from from Cosmos when you were in Paris? Oh yeah, that was like it was so like nice because I actually talked to a lot of guys like on Telegram, and it was way you know it was kind of new to me to meet them all like in real life, and it was adorable honestly. Like all of the people, San Nizaki guys from Celestia, also very adorable, and a lot of teams that are building either like some you know tools like Imperator and some Bolivarians as well. It was just it was overwhelming <laughs> it was very cool but yeah also Cosmoverse is coming and i'm very keen to speak there yeah we also got the panel on nebler it was pretty fun we talked the future of interchain whatever it is <laughs> yeah it's always it's always uh something different you know so but we're all looking forward to it i i got to listen actually last night before i went to bed I seen some interview with I don't know who the guy is on YouTube because I rarely go on YouTube, but for some reason I was like, yeah, let me go check out YouTube. And uh, some guy interviewed Sonny, and the guy was kind of like an ETH maxi, but Sonny was saying oh. that was one of his favorite events to go to, and he was kind of describing that it's not really like Cosmos is really not technically like competition for Ethereum, and it's a lot of things that they built. We're yeah. building out. We're basically building out things that they potentially they really can't do. Um, and because um, it's, I do I do like the pr approach of having like app specific chains as opposed to just like a DAP on top of up on top of things because it gives you more flexibility as a builder and also for like the community and everything like that. And I think the future of crypto. It's it's really not to have gatekeepers and, and have to pay leases like rent all the time, you know. And I know some some approaches are still doing it, but it seems like all these different chains are going with the multi-chain uh, look. Maybe not necessarily mm -hmm. Solana. I think Solana is probably about the only one that's still trying to just kind of be on their own, so to speak. But I, I've been messing around and, and just doing things on all kind of different chains recently and seeing how the experience is. And it's not bad. I just like cosmos because it's just there's no friction with anything you just send the data it goes over there and then with being able to do this with nfts or things and being able to be on one chain and have a contract with another and, and do that it's going to be a lot of fun so that interview was the david hoffman from bankless i believe i think you were referencing did you watch that yeah part of it it was pretty good it was very short it yeah like it was, 25 minutes it, long that's the kind of interviews I like, <laughs> short and sweet. But I thought I thought Sonny did well, and, and he de definitely did a very good job of explaining the differences and why a lot of teams are deciding to, to unfortunately, you know, on Ethereum side, like move off of Ethereum and then come over and build their own chain because you can have your own set of rules, your parameters, um, you know, different types of things. It gives you more flexibility. 
but still, like, it seems like Sunny has always been there. And see, I remember back in today as well, the all discussions regarding the liquid staking solutions had just, you know, had started. And Sunny was there talking about the voucher system and everything. And now Sunny is explaining the whole different thing. And I think this guy is, like, probably one of the best visions within the ecosystem. Yeah, I mean, he drew me in. I'm a, I'm a Sunny fanboy. He drew me into Cosmos because I like did a, did a research. You know, I st- <laughs> before like as an investor, as an investor standpoint, I I don't invest in things unless I I know most of what's going on. But I also just kind of invest in the person. You know, like back in the day, I was investing in Apple and and Google and Amazon because of of, of the founders and and the people that were basically making all the decisions. You know, like I was a huge fan of Steve Jobs and. I just, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Sonny, a big fan of Jack, Zaki, Zaki, um, Eric, like all this, all the guys, like Ethan. So you know, I'm. It's not I, you know, I, all the investments can go to zero, but I'm a big fan of all of them. I think they're very intelligent. I think they're all working together, and they have a great vision of the future. And I just firmly believe if crypto is going to be mass adopted and being able to do all these cool things and innovative things that we all want that, you know, cosmos technology is going to be front and center of all of it. So whether all the chains make it that are currently there right now, that's a different story. But I do think, you know, there's a good chance that a lot of them are going to have, they're going to be there. So, you know, I'm going with it. I devote all my time and effort to it because there's just so much going on. It's growing so fast. There's so many teams coming over. There's different apps and interchain. And it's just, it's amazing. Like the the wealth of knowledge, like my, myself with my current and real life job, I already know the outcome every single day. Like it never changes. So it's super boring. And like I said, at this time, it's, it's like my side hustle. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever heard of, um, it's called quiet quitting i don't know if you have the terminology of that kind of means oh, yeah <laughs> you know what that means it's like you, you, you basically yeah. just do like the bare minimum to you know whatever your job requires you to do and you do it good but that's like all like i'm, I'm not going above and beyond i'm not doing like i used to help out so many people and do like basically do their job for them and uh but my boss that i had he ended up retiring and he was so cool he was like you know, he never, he loved me because I, I told him straight up, like, I was like, I'm never going to give you work. I'll figure out everything that I need to figure out on my own. Um, you know, if I really need you, then I'll get you involved. And I worked with him for six years and I probably asked him about when I first started the very beginning, I asked him a few questions, but after about a year, he never heard from me like ever again. I just, you know, I just did my thing and uh, I got a new boss and, uh, she's, she's like really, um, micromanages everything right like she'll send a bunch of emails that are really ridiculous and i'm just like you're wasting my time and then one day i kind of snapped i told her i said look uh i understand you're trying to be helpful but but i've been doing this job for over seven years now i i'm not trying to be a jerk but like i know what i'm doing i just like want to be left alone at this point can you please just leave me alone and only get me involved with emails (laughs) if they're really serious not just like really petty i felt like um What's the movie Office Space? Whenever they the, the the guy just kept getting the same emails over and over and have to talk to five different people and give them the same answer. That's how I felt. So I was like, I'm ready to quit this job. But uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing made But like with, I, with crypto, it's just so much fun. It's just like every day I learn, I get to meet new people, get to do different things, and like right now, like this is a lot of fun already. So 
No, I'm very happy that's my job, actually, because I'm either way, I'm spending a lot of time, you know, just, you know, got a, a message from our CEO that like we're talking 24 seven about the work, no way to relax or anything. He just like, can you stop texting me on days off? <laughs> yeah, this was funny. Yeah, every time we just got engaged with the community and it's so cool to get the real feedback. And when you're building something that people actually and it actually makes there that's some, something a new level of pleasure i guess but yeah so absolutely happy to be in crypto i guess amazing so i'm gonna, I'm gonna ask some questions that i kind of had on my own oh, sure. uh, so like what is kind of your roadmap and then also if you can t touch on like your your um your token and what's the what's the use case for it what's the future for it and things like that Oh, that's my favorite question, I guess. So let's get started with the roadmap itself. So currently we are focused on the, the product itself because I think we're much headed with the functionality in general because we covered, so we have a multi-layered product. So see, we have this wallet thing, we have the validator thing, we have the token thing, and then we have this all encompassing thing with the store for applications and that's kind of gonna be our focus because then we'll have the user experience side that basically tended on users and we also have this sdk for outside developers so developer center whatever it is onboarding new products so as for the what side will be making the uh, user experience as smooth as possible maybe some a b testings or whatever to make the you know the general path the user story very intuitive and um, probably work more on the bridges on this side because we already got integrated the IBC functionality so we can seamlessly ascend um, from one chain to another like in a couple of clicks just switch switching the toggles maybe we'll work on this way um, and of course uh, as for the application section we'll be expanding we'll be currently the redesign for application is coming so we'll be providing some thoughtful touches like guides to make it as easy as possible to interact with like osmosis safe chain peace stake and then we'll get more and more um applications on board it for example we're currently talking to secret network team to integrate the you know the major applications from the aka system as well as the shade protocol we just you know shared some mockups for shade and that's just adorable I'm I'm looking forward to having shade within Settle One. Also, when Silk is launched, I'm also happy to onboard them. Uh, and on the uh, token side, uh, basically, uh, that's the question we get asked like the most frequently. So the the major drawback is we're still on BSC, and that's why um, it cuts us a lot of you know potential use cases. For example, even if we get listed on Asmosis uh, when the you know they onboard the BSC tokens through Axler, we'll be still having some you know some troubles because we're still BSC, and we've been taught so many times just go to the Cosmos, but we're still figuring this concept, figuring the path and as soon as we already got launched we'll have to rethink the uh, tokenomics but the general idea is to create a kind of a um, inter-platform use case for Exity. So say you are having some specific token and you want to use, I don't know, want to buy NFT via Stargaze at certain point. And you don't have Stargaze, let's say you have Ethereum, your PRC20, and we are looking forward to creating 
be a um, couple of exceptions for you, you to actually go through chains of transactions. And basically, at some point, we'll be able to integrate this kind of, you know, super swap, then make it as easy as possible to users to, to interact with that. So you can access your favorite use cases by not even, you know, going outside the platform, not making any deposit. And at certain point, we're also looking forward to connect the fire gateway. So it's it's a very, you know, it's very seamless. For example, you get Atom through MoonPay, then you can deposit it on Asmosis, and then you can use whatever it is by sending it to the native network because we have the IBC enabled. And so we'll be able to actually execute a lot of uh, potential use cases and interconnect applications. Just super swap is just one of the potential cases we're looking into by connecting bridges and swaps interfaces. But also, you know, possibly what you can think of like any DeFi aggregators, something like optimal way. And we'll be just happy to make it as easy as possible for users to interact with any kind of crypto they want. So yeah, that's basically the goal for the application section uh, and the use case for the exit interconnected. So at some point in future, they will be very intersected. Um, and yeah, so for the developer center itself, it's going live sometime this autumn and uh, we'll be in, uh, of course onboarding new people, onboarding new um, projects to get listed. So they will be able to launch their MVPs just directly within Settle One, test it out, get the exposure to the audience and everything. Uh, from the validator side, we're also looking forward to expand. I'm talking to a lot of new emerging Cosmos projects because we're always always trying to get into the test net, to contribute to help out new emerging, um, you know, use cases as well, and with possibility to integrate them in future. Also, the token functionality and the use case, and the general idea is actually to bring the use case for a specific token. Say you have, I don't know, a B stake token, you'll be able to use it by B stake application. You have some Atom, you'll be like able to use like either Smosses, Safe Chain, also B stake. Also, you can vote within governance application that we already integrate integrated. You can use some something some and thus your atom is not just the coin you're like holding or staking you can actually put into use so that's just adorable from my point of view and we are just looking forward to that i love the word i love the word adorable <laughs> no that's my favorite word after paris i guess because i was just you know hanging around and saying splitting this word i love it that's funny so um Right now, currently, for like the XCT token, you can only you're basically just like on pancake swap. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you can. Uh, there is two ways to get XCT currently. So you can get it for staking without validator via our platform, and you can stake it all also. And additionally, you can buy it on pancake swap as soon as it's still BSC. And I'm just I'm praying to have it on the smosses. <laughs> um, so I hope the explorer guy make the right moves. Yeah, the team that we have coming on after you guys, that's I'm pretty sure that's what they do. I don't know if they use Axlar, but they're coming over to Cosmos and their token used to be I think you could still get their token on Binance Smart, but coming over to to Cosmos. So that's uh I could see that happening with a lot of of, of different um 
you know, chains and tokens. I don't know if, I guess you could technically have them on both still. Yeah, yeah. so PAG is not a problem. Like, technically it's not a problem, but it won't necessarily solve the problem for our, you know, use case specifically, because we'll need some, you know, you know, some pools probably for this execution of this cross-chain swaps and everything for a specific token. And at a certain point, it would be nice to have XCD, uh swapped to cover some transaction fees, say. So, yeah, that's basically, um, you know, still in progress, still processing the concept. And we are definitely, you know, keeping the community updated regarding that. So as soon as we know something specific that we are implementing, the community is the first, who knows. All right, guys, so uh, you guys can raise your hand if you want to come up and talk, but I do have a couple questions from some community members. So the first one was, just bear with me, it says, regarding the Citadel app, can you just enter in your existing seed phrase and what are the benefits of using the model app? Oh, so um, can you just use the seed phrase? Yeah, so... As soon as we're like wallet agnostic, we support like Ledger, Trezor, Cap or MetaMask or any kind of seed phrase or private key created outside the platform. So it's never a problem if you want to switch in case of mobile app. Uh, so I do see this, but I'm personally not a heavy mobile because I prefer to keep it in, you know, with Ledger and everything. Um, so uh, I guess the, like the benefit is coming when we have the application just within Settle One mobile application. So, uh, and the application section is going to save a lot of uh, time, you know, when I need to quickly swap something or, you know, just, you know, add some liquidity to pools when you have it directly uh, and you can like vote, you can set the order staking just in a couple of clicks on the go, it brings a lot of utility to this, you know, mobile application. But um, I mean, currently we are basically wallet, so um, it's, you know, it's just an alternative. We're looking forward to creating the smoother experience for mobile wallet and the applications are most likely coming this September, so I'm very pumped for that. So, yeah, and we'll be definitely providing, you know, some overviews and guides on how to use that. But, yeah, the developer perspective to mobile application, which is, like, very hard to get onboarded for a lot of projects that are currently web-based, will be solved through SDK and Developer Center in future. So that's another point that's pretty cool for me. And that question uh, out for the people out there, that came from Mayor. He's he's on our show quite often, so I know he's a real-life human being. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like sometimes I feel like I, I just want to know who the person is. If I haven't seen him around the show before, just all I had to do is say hello. You know, I know some people that like English isn't their first language and they don't want to speak or whatever the case is. I totally understand it. I never even wanted to do Twitter spaces or like have my voice out there, but I end up just doing it up. But uh, so I, I understand if people, uh, they want to ask questions or the team questions, and then we kind of ask it for them. But if I haven't seen you around before, I definitely prefer you guys to just come up and say hello, happy Sunday, or whatever you want to say, and then I'll ask the question for you. But that was a good question. We have, I'm sorry if I say this wrong. Kaner. Kaner? Yeah. Yeah. Kaner. yeah, how are you doing? Nice hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So I'd like to ask is, uh, what would you what would be revenue model for mechanism for cosmos modules on Stadar DAO? as uh, as i see you cover all commissions and, uh, 
how many validators that refer uh, all are uh, supported in that sense, if I am clear? Um, I'm, I'm not entirely, you know, I, I didn't really understand the question. So you mean, um, so we have this subtle one down, you have the question regarding how we, um, you know, how we get the accrued rewards from validators uh, involved within subtle one down? I was asking about Cosmos re out of stake uh, module. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, still, still have no idea how to connect those parts. So, uh, regarding the all stake module, uh, we've just built the application to provide the all stake for all integrated networks, and we cover all of the commission fees for all validators. So, it's not only for settle one validator, um, if that's something you're you just touching upon. Can you specify, maybe? Yeah, it was uh, more likely this, uh, as I saw, as Cosmos Outs uh, module on StadarDAO, and uh, I oh, wondered yeah. what would be all these comments would be. Uh, I mean, I, I don't... I don't see like any building commissions because we have this uh, application in general and we support currently the majority networks that support the this module for auto restaking and within the app we cover the commission uh, for auto restaking and you can set any kind of you know any kind of amount for minimal restaking so um, we don't provide any additional commissions on that okay okay I see now and uh, thank you thank you for the yeah, if you, if you have any additional, see, like, if any additional questions on the flow of the application, on staking anything, we're always available within the chat. And maybe if it's easier for you to get, like, to send a screenshot, if you don't understand something, we are always there to cover that. So, yeah, we're okay. pretty much okay. supportive. Good to know. Good to know. Thank, Thank you for the question. Whatever, if I covered that, <laughs> I hope I covered. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit confusing for me, but it's more clearer now, uh, because maybe of the wording uh, there, uh, I got a bit confused there, and thank you. I guess we needed to provide some additional educational materials, probably. <laughs> yeah, and then Eric, I don't know, or, or Rena, either one of you guys, if you want, I know you're, you're answering questions, uh, if you want to pin the info, like your contact info, your, uh, do you guys have... Do you guys have both Discord and Telegram? I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got like everything covered, I guess, like even Reddit. Uh, and you can always DM me in Twitter or Telegram. I'm, I'm most time like I'm responsive. So, yeah, if you have any specific question you don't want to ask in the chat, please feel free. <laughs> Thanks for the question. That was a good question. question. So, uh, the next yeah. question. The next question I have from a community member, it's Cryptorupted. It says, it says, I read that Citadel 1 will be transformed into a DAO with an XCT governance token. Can you throw more light into that? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Another like favorite question of mine. Um, basically, so we launched our token with the, you know, initial utility point of governance, meaning that people can submit proposals to specific features and networks or like application within the Settle One platform through just you know our governance application that we've just launched. Like, I don't know, a week ago. And so um, it, it, it is live. So it will be available for stakers of Axity token to, you know, to provide any additional, you know, ideas on how we can improve. Like, you know, we've got the proposal of 
uh, translation to Spanish language, for example, we most likely will be uh, pushing the community to um, get on with more proposals regarding the functionality. But yes, yeah, so far, um, it's another like use case that I haven't mentioned actually, but that's the use case we have, like the staking, governance, and inter-platform use cases in the future. So yeah, definitely. Kudos to the uh, Spanish um, portion of that. I know our team, we have shows that are specifically in Spanish because the Latin American culture I mean, just due to, I mean, they, they're they very passionate, first off, about crypto. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and, and basically, a lot of it has to do with just their their living situations and how unfeasible it is to actually save money and stay ahead, you know, like because of the, just the inflation and just, what the, you know, real, they, just everything, the policies. Poli so crypto is, I mean, that's like at a lot of places in the world that, Crypto is really the only way that they can actually save some money and and see like okay it's actually worth this amount and we understand what it's worth and not just their currency. So, whenever someone's reaching out to, and giving education content, educational content in different languages, I always appreciate that. So I didn't even know you guys were doing that. Great, awesome, kudos. But yeah, so we're trying to make it like local, make some local communities to empower like new people to get to know about Settle, to get to know about Cosmos, even networks we are validating actually. So basically, uh, it's very important to grow and keep it in touch. And I'm personally very pumped to have Spanish community. They're very active. And yeah, that's just, you know, awesome. And on a side note, that's something I forgot to mention is that um, also for the governance application, some settings or initial settings for the DAO itself could be, you know, um, arranged in a sense. So kind of want to get the engagement and it also has a lot to do with the community. So basically, we're just trying to get the people involved and crypto is all about involvement. So, yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, the fact that I'm here and the spaces and, sure. I mean, and essentially like all of Cosmos, <laughs> what I fell in love about Cosmos is it's like all these sovereign, we'll say like sovereign governments or sovereign entities. And, and we're essentially the rulers of it. Like there's no technically one so one single ruler. And it's like you have a set of like guidelines and then it's up to like the communities to kind of govern it and, you know, trial and error and the things that don't work, you fix it, you vote on it. and the, the the participation is like really active in Cosmos, and I even pop on to other shows that are non Cosmos. Like I, you know, not nothing against those other types of like like the the Twitter space shows, but they don't really get into that por portion of it, like the governance, and they're not real. They, oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're they're not like really passionate as as Cosmos people are about like just the technology and what it can do and like yeah. governance, you know. So kudos to that. I. Uh, Ahead, in, Co in Cosmos, it's like in general, very cool. Um, in the same, I mean, in the concept, it's very cool that uh, users are enabled to vote on various governance proposals as well, because that's the awesome, just an awesome way to get the community involved with that. But we, we do have some troubles associated with that. Still, the involvement rate within, with the governance is pretty much low, but we see a good bit of progress, actually, so... I do believe if we can implement some specific standards and incentives for the users to get involved with governance, it's going to be just dope. The community will be, you know, it's awesome. Yeah.
I know like uh, Dow Dow that's built on Juno, they're working on tools to make it really simplistic for users to, to even educate them and have like a template that they put on chain and make it way easier. So like you don't even have to run a node to, to put something on chain, you know, like just to make it easy for everyone to, to you know, get involved. No, yeah, but still we are lacking the standards for that. So I hope they, you know, do a good job. See, there's even this uh, community of validators that are trying to put the governance on a good rails, basically. So we've been discussing some bottlenecks of governance, how to get the community involved, what should we do to educate, how can we, you know, avoid the spam proposals like we've seen with this off, off like on-chain marketing. And yeah, so governance is definitely a topic that's going to be you know on fire pretty shortly all right so anton how you doing buddy hey good antoine whatever how are you bro uh, no I, i'm enjoying the conversation it, it's really nice uh, when you hear a uh, uh, a girl that talks with uh, so much conviction and and knows so much uh, I, i'm following rena right now because uh, I have enjoyed all the conversation and how he, she explains uh, all the stuff and and it's it's really good it's really good to to have you here, Rena. And thanks, uh, host, by the way, for uh, the the cheers on the Latin community. I, I'm part of it and I'm proud of it and and really really nice space thanks guys for for making it possible and that's it uh, my questions has been uh, answered uh, while you was speaking rena you are totally killing it uh, i love it thank you so much happy to have you here thanks that's one as always for stopping by buddy take care so next question is ankit hope i said that right ankit if you can hear me go ahead I apologize if I mispronounced that. Guess not. Ted, if you're there, buddy, go ahead. What's up, dude? Hello. So I'm a longtime listener, first-time speaker in this space. The reason why is because Cosmos, Haas, refuses to bring me up on numerous occasions. I have requested to speak at least three, four times in this space in the last few weeks. And uh, my... I'm just going to... I'm Jimmy... The reason why I don't have you come up is you just you attack people all the time. When you are just chilling, you're very good and informative. So I could already tell you're probably going to be in attack mode. So unfortunately, you know. Yeah, I don't really want to listen to that today. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, he's, I, like, I'm always ready to get attacked. See, like I'm a woman in the male dominated industry. I, I got used to that. <laughs> so I can talk, Jimmy. I can. No, uh, he, he's just a community troll. That's all. Oh, like that he's, happens he's, to us a lot. Like we got used to that. We have our own methods, so it's completely fine. It's actually cool that guys are getting involved uh, in any way possible. Still, they're doing some, you know, say get the people involved through trolling or whatever, which is fun. So yeah, whatever Jimmy you wanted to ask me, I'm pretty <laughs> happy. <laughs> I can just already show the way. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he didn't want to ask you anything. He just wanted to come up here and talk. Yeah, he definitely didn't want to. I, I've 
he whatever he says the first time speaker it's just completely not true so that's how i knew he was already up <laughs> to something no like he actually whenever he holds a conversation down it's actually really beneficial and he adds value to the space but if you disagree with anything he says he just he's gonna attack like and just belittle people and I, i've had yeah i had to put him on time out a couple times and um it's unfortunate because when he does actually, he's very bright. You can tell he's, you know, he knows what he's talking about, but he just, he just, he's, uh, he's one of those type of people that, you know, if you disagree with any viewpoint, you know, you know, I've never got into it with him before, but I've had community members that'll say something and he doesn't agree with it. And then he just kind of is not a good person at that point. So I don't feel like dealing with that. I appreciate Jimmy in any case. Anyways, if people are trying to add the value, whichever way, so it, it works. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like we have a fun fact. So we got this, um, you know, guy that's very skeptical. He's also very technical. And he kept asking us, you know, some, um, you know, catchy questions. Uh, at some point, he just became our like good friend of Citadel, and we just now adore him. And he is always like very supportive on things we do. So sometimes he, this is how you build the community, I guess. Yeah, that, that's the difference. I haven't I actually haven't heard him be supportive of anything yet. So uh, maybe in future, I don't know. <laughs> he, li- he, li- he likes Cosmos. He's yeah, he likes Cosmos. He just uh, yeah, it's. I, I sometimes I just want to chill, you know, and I don't feel like having people being rude right now. <laughs> um, I let people speak too. I mean, I've I, I actually people got mad at me because one time he was on just kind of attacking, and and they got kind of mad at me, like, "Hey, you can't have that." So, like, I understand. But um, I have a question from a community member. They said, "What was?" Uh, they wanted to know what the challenges that you have faced since inception in 2020 and what kept you on the crypto space this long. I guess, uh, yeah. Is it, is it like in the market conditions or um, or what, what specifically? What part of challenges? See, that's a lot of challenges, whether it's tech, whether it's community-faced things. So. I, I guess what's happened just, I'm trying to understand the question better. But I guess more specifically of having a wide range of chains, like you have 50 chains, like what was the most challenging part of that? And I see dots coming through right now. So you're probably going to ask more about that. Let me see. I guess like maybe infrastructurally. Oh, yeah. um, I guess we just got this all very well. And we have this, this DevOps department that has all the monitoring very well set up. So we are well aware we have this Telegram bot that notifies 24-7 is something that's going wrong. So we have additional monitoring even on testnets, nodes, and everything. So, you know, managing, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely, you know, involved with the validating part. But I, I just know it's it's very well figured, and that's something we've been always paying a lot of attention to. So yeah, and I think that's just you know comes with expertise of the team who's building that. And uh, as for the development side, I guess we've got a lot of troubles while having those you know um, EVM enabled networks from Cosmos like Oasis or Evmos or Injective. So when the project has some you know EVM even part, it's it's kind of you know hard to standardize the way you interact with that from the user perspective and say oh as this was just you know a completely different things they don't even have the governance models uh, and yeah 
So I guess the, these were the most, you know, challenging stuff. But on a side note, I guess, no? We, we've handled the uh, token sale, we've handled that, you know, uh, building the, growing the community, growing, you know, our partnership network. So we're doing pretty much okay, even though the market condition kind of, I mean, you know, <laughs> happens. And we, I mean, we didn't validate Terra, and it was also to, to the good. Yeah. Hey, even even with the whole Terra ordeal, <laughs> I always, I, you know, I went to the permissionless event. It, it was May 17th down in Florida, so it was right after the crash. I think the crash was on, the, it started on the 9th or 10th. I can't remember exactly which day, but, you know, people were saying, all, all, you know, how do you feel about that? And I said, look. It's unfortunate what happened, but it, the the technology worked. The the chains worked. Oh, yeah. Terra <laughs> yeah, worked as it worked until they said, "Hey, like let's let's turn it off." I mean, it it, it worked. Like all the transactions worked, you know. So it made me even more bullish on the technology because oh, it, absolutely, it was like, so stress tested. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely, that was a good good stress test actually. But yeah. Uh, as general speaking, we're targeting on, you know, a lot of Cosmos projects, so we're kind of diversified, but we're like also beyond Cosmos, so yeah, we're trying to make it as easy as possible to interact like cross-chain, because of course the future is cross-chain, uh, maybe not with like, you know, 100 bridges, but maybe kind of additional tech, but that's just a wet dream, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just additional level. <laughs> So, Mike, I'll get you up right after this question from a community member from Striker Crypto. They said, along networks with Juno, from Juno to Crescent Network, will there be any other Cosmos sub-network added? And selecting any sub-network would mean slash create any difference. I don't know if that made any sense, but I just went with it. Um, could you repeat that one, please? Okay. Like that so they're definitely in here because they're, they're putting dots. I see you coming through, but. Let me see uh, if you can just reword that question for me, bud. Appreciate it. They're just they're typing it right now. But let, while while they're doing that, let's go to Mike. Good, Mike. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Oh, hello. Hey, uh, hey there. Hey, speakers. Um, hey, so I just wanted to touch for a minute on uh, the toxicity that's starting to pop up within the ecosystem. Um, what kind of hit home for me most recently was yesterday with the collapse of hydro finance on secret network. And, uh, you know, I kind of made a post on Twitter, uh, sort of giving my condolences to hydro. Um, I know they were very enthusiastic about their oh, project yeah. and almost immediately, um, I started getting attacked and it, it started turning into personal attacks. Uh, people started accusing me of, browbeating secret network when all I simply did was give my condolences for the collapse of hydro finance. Um, yeah, I mean, we also got a lot of, actually we got pinged. Uh, maybe Vlad can be more precise about that because he's involved with secret network community specifically. But we just like, first this toxicity happened, we got tagged like to figure out things. I mean, we've been in touch with the foundation to figure out what's going on. But yeah, a lot of like 
um, buzz that's happening within the crypto Twitter and beyond, like in chats and everything, what what we try to do is actually to get the facts seen, to get focused on facts, to get focused on tech, and like you know make our own research, like in a sense to make the right decisions. So I don't I don't know what can I like you know cover in that sense, but in the majority of cases. We are trying to either keep like the neutrality or if it's, you know, the specific case of, you know, it's destructive case, we are in getting involved and figuring out stuff like, you know, when it's not clear, especially when it comes to governance or anything, we're just getting definitely involved, you know, um, making Twitter threads and why we think so, why, what should be done about that. But yeah, I don't know what the question is specifically, but uh, from our point of view, we're just trying to keep it you know, neutral to the facts. So. Hey, Mike, sorry you, uh, you dealt with that uh, yesterday or whenever it is that you posted it. Um, I, w- I wish you, I don't know the, the groups that, that happened, like the spaces, uh, but there were some really good conversations happening afterwards um, where people were just actually walking through it and talking things through instead of like, part of me feels that, a lot of like some of the secret people, like secret fans kind of feel like they're being attacked. And so that's why they're like really just like really protective or protective of, you know, what's being said. And they don't know that it's just people trying to do conversation. And so um, I think that um, that's a big, big part of it is that they, I, I feel like it's still not understood, you know, how we're one big ecosystem and they see themselves a large part as just being like their own separate thing. And really whenever you're IBC, you want everything to succeed. And so you're always pushing for that. And so it's not like we're trying to put, you know, Juno up and secret down or osmosis up and and secret down. It's, we want everything to succeed. And so um, I think that's where you got some of that hate probably is just from people thinking that. But it's also um, that the secret community is pretty much like very it differs from the other communities because they are more of anarchists, more of you know evangelists in a sense of the you know privacy technology. Yeah, that, that's so true. So true. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> so that's probably it as well. And for Juno, there's a lot of like you know tech people, deep tech people in Juno stuff. So that's also kind of special community. So maybe that's why. But I, I actually, I've seen a lot of toxicity lately. See also regarding the Cosmos and oh Comdex, I'm sorry, Comdex and um, Mantle. Mantle. Yeah. Yeah. So we did kind of did kind of like a town hall like debate a show for mm-hmm. asset mantle last thursday and we're going to do one for comdex where like uh, the people who wrote the article and people who have questions for comdex are going to be able to just actually have a conversation with the comdex team and it was really good like it was like really civil last time and a lot of questions were answered um so yeah we're going to do that with comdex too so it that's the cool thing about this space is that yes there's some things that come up that are negative but then we deal with them in a really like really friendly and just professional way, you know, we don't just like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, that's a perfect way. I'm very happy we are not getting involved with the toxicity anymore. But see, what's funny, during the Luna crash, um, everybody was accusing Citadel, and we just we have nothing to do with this Citadel. And we also got a lot of, you know, tags on Twitter and in chats. And it was funny, but it's it's never a good experience to handle that.
Yeah, I try to use an outsider perspective. Um, <laughs> so basically, this is a very young space, and people maybe for the first time have lost money uh, as an investor. And it's not fun. It never is. I lost a lot with uh, Tara and Luna. But at the end of the day, we're, we got to take responsibilities for everything. And people want to point the fingers. And it's unfortunate. Uh, people just, uh, I, I get it. It's, like I said, it's very a young space. I'm 36. I'm like an old man in this space. And, um, but oh, people, <laughs> yeah, so like essentially people in this space are a lot younger. And they're, they're, they're more emotional. Like you can't be emotional. Or an investor, either the highs or the lows, you got to try to remain even kill, kill. But um, I definitely want to have you come back on the show and we could just talk crypto. I do have another team, but I do have one last question from a community member. I hate to cut like it's short or whatever, but um, they said about Cosmos Auto Stake. I see those sub networks on Citadel website. How does it differ that using? I'm sorry, it's hard to read this question. How does it differ? that using any of those sub networks each other in this process i'm not quite sure how does different <laughs> so oh, okay i get it how does any of those other like auto compounders in that in the in that process oh uh, so see like we're trying to make it as easy as intuitive as possible that's our general role right and basically when you're auto restaking via settlement application uh we cover the fees for you you just you know basically set the specific amounts and also we uh we restake for each and every validator basically you'll be able to see um like you're staking with validator a b c and you see the resting stuff status for each and every some people have have been asking us like uh, are you guys doing it on your node you're just sending all my delegation there no we're not doing this we're just basically restaking and covering so we're paying for the um commissions for you to restake your you know your whatever stargaze item almost not but you know all of the tokens we support currently and if you add, added just, you know, specific validator in you when you're staking with it, just, you know, you just have to re-switch the toggle and you will be restaking with each and every again. Kanner, if you could, uh, just DM me. You're definitely one of the winners. I like your question. And then we'll, yeah, pick, the other, we'll pick the other two. Uh, door, you know, during the second part of the show, I can probably DM or, or we'll, we'll figure that part out. But I, I appreciate everyone that had those particular questions that are stopped by for the first portion. Uh, Rena, you are amazing. We definitely have to continue Thank the conversation. You. It's always it's always nice because we do all these shows, and I mean, it's, it's so male dominant oriented. So it's always nice to get a woman's perspective on on crypto, and it's, uh, it's a little bit of personality, like the word you're using, uh, adorable. That's kind of funny. Uh <laughs> I've, that's the first time the word adorable has ever been used on a Twitter space. And yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, got infused with that shit. I don't know. It happens. But yeah, thank you so much for having me today. It was a pleasure. Um, I I love the, you know, conversations like that. It's very chill. Yeah, as you promised. <laughs> yeah, it's real chill. And uh, we have Odin. I, are you guys, are you, I don't think you're validating for them, are you? Uh, I pro most likely we don't because I'm... I'm pretty much aware of all the netlitterate, so nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if you want to stick around, you can. I mean, it's it's up to you. I understand you, you know, you're probably busy too, but 
yeah, we're going to have them on and they're going to do their thing. And um, I appreciate you stopping by and spending your Sunday with us for sure. Thank you. That was a wonderful Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Even for me, I mean, yeah, I'll stop by to hear what's art in this building. Thank you so much, everyone, for your questions. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All right. So, Odin, guys, if you want to request to speak, have you come up? If you guys can hear me, I just, okay, here we go. Police. How you doing, Lewis? You got by Luis, Lewis? Uh, hi, everyone. How are you, one? Luis. In Spanish, actually, it's Luis. But, you know, you can, you, can, you can say it however you want. Uh, everything <laughs> is fine, man. All right. So, are you doing it from the team? No, yeah, we should be having uh, Anand here, Manu, and Alex. So, probably they're going to be requesting to speak soon, too. Uh, we were going to be the four of us as we want to be, you know, uh, enough members of the team to be able to cover, you know, whatever question comes up today. Uh, so, Mian, so just uh, like an introduction, uh, we are all uh, uh, co-founders of Odin. Uh, I'm, I'm acting, well, we, we all work together in everything, no? but I'm acting as the CEO of the project. And then this like our super cosmos expert you know he's handling all of our conversations and relationships with with the cosmos ecosystem uh manu is a great uh marketing tech uh role guy and alex also is a very very experienced uh strategy businessman uh in the blockchain space for many years so i think we, we will be capable of answering nearly everything uh you want to cover today all right. Yeah, if you just want to go around and in introduce yourself, uh, like yeah, I always just like to ask people the intro and then like how they got started in crypto and how long they've been okay. in crypto, and then basically um, how you guys all met too. Okay, so uh, I start speaking about myself, and then I let uh, you know the other guys talk a little bit too. So, uh, well, me and Manu we've been partners uh, in the startup world for almost fourteen years already. So this is not our first venture. Um, we started, uh, you know, in the, in the blockchain crypto space mainly as investors. And all started and all the talks around. I, I actually remember we had that we had a previous company like many many years ago. It was a, a marketing agency very specialized in tech developments, and we had the CTO. And it was around 2011 or something like that. And we had like old uh, Mac computers in our office and one morning he came to me and he 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 told me what why would why should we we be using those computers laptops to to mine uh bitcoin and at that point we were not very happy with him he was not working very hard so i simply answered him like what what, what are you talking about Stop work. what what are i going to do that stupid thing you know so if i had listened to him back then and we had find bitcoin bitcoin we probably would be here by now, no. So that was my actually first contact with with, with crypto and, and 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 Bitcoin, no, like ten years ago almost. But then we started to invest like back in 2015, and more involved as uh, project managers or project developers uh, four or five years ago. Um, and yeah, uh, Liv, Manu, and, and and Alex talk about themselves. So guys, I'm Manu. I'm I'm Luis, Luis's partner, and, and yeah, as he was saying, we missed. We missed a shot there, but we're very happy because in the end, when we got into crypto and we and we basically learned about the technology and what it can mean to the world, we basically, as I'm sure you all did, fell in love and, and really saw the potential. Other than just making money, 
investing, we, we, we understood about decentralization and what we can bring to, to the world. So we basically fell in love and, and decided to, to go all the way and, and invest ourselves uh, into this crypto life. And that we came up with the idea of, of, of different startups and, and everything into the blockchain space. Because uh, we always say we, we believe we're still very early. We believe we are like in the, with the dot coms and the web pages and the early 90s. So there's so much to do and we want to be positioned here for the future. Yeah, actually, I feel, I feel we are very experienced. So this is not like the first crypto winter and our big drop of the market we've, we've, been, we've been through. So it's like normal stuff. We've been over many crashes already and, and still building. You know, this is all about building mass adoption and, and you know, trying to, to help uh, the industry grow. grow no? So it's not only about our company, but we can show off uh, blockchain and crypto to the world so we get as many users into the space as fast as possible. No, that's, that's like our big mission as, as, as crypto entrepreneurs. Yeah, guys. Uh, hi, I'm Anand. Uh, my story started in 2015. I, I got some free tickets for Web Summit and I wanted to sell it online. And there was a guy I found in London who wanted to buy it. And he said that I'm only, only going to pay in Bitcoin. And I was like, no, I don't want this shit. But um, later on, that was the person that I could sell it, sell it to. And that's how I got first into crypto. And then I learned more about it and started investing. And then uh, in 2018, I, I learned more about Cosmos because uh, I came across Akash Network, because which was pretty new at that point of time. Tried running nodes uh, of Akash Network and Binance Chain, which was also launched on Cosmos then. Uh, but then I left it there. And then again, with Odin, when we were researching about different projects, and where to launch uh, became Cosmos again. And, and then we saw like how much it has grown since then and uh, how it is a perfect solution for Odin to build on. So yeah, that, that was my uh, short journey. I like that. So like today, I mean, most of the people in this room uh, are really familiarized with how Cosmos technology works and IBC. And uh, I mean, that's kind of like our format. It's kind of tech. If it gets out of control, I, I, I'm like a translator, so I can you know relay the information to in layman terms. But let's just pretend today that everyone in this room has no clue what Odin is. Uh, where where did you guys start at? I, I know I'm pretty sure like Binance Smart Chain. Why did why are you making the move over to Cosmos? What fascinates you about Cosmos? Um, what 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 do you think that can um, what benefits does it bring Cosmos? We'll just go with that for, for the beginning. Thank you. You want to take that one, Anand? Yeah. So when we started um, Odin, uh, like like any project that comes on Cosmos, it, has, it goes with variations. So when we started, uh, we were thinking about building a simple Oracle, which is like, um, which would authenticate all the data. And the only way we could do, and we wanted to launch this token, uh, we, we did the fair launch on, on uh, BSC. And we started with the, with the project because we wanted to also get the popularity. And uh, we, we started building community. And that's what we also wanted, that once we launch on BSC, we will have people come in and understand the project from the base as we start. Then, uh, we, because we forked band, that point of time and that that is why we 
also looked at uh, Cosmos uh, because we thought that this is this is a this is the best place to build on because we were facing a lot of challenge when it comes to other chains. Uh, you don't have governance. Uh, you can't you can't really build. Um, you don't have that kind of support that you find in within Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, so we 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 started uh, the move over once we launched the mainnet, which was which took us like one year or, or one somewhere around yeah uh, fourteen months, and we launched our mainnet in January twenty twenty two, and uh, then uh, then we started the the token uh, token migration from BSC to 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 cosmos and the first thing that we noticed as soon as we launched the mainnet we had the whole a, a lot of validators that came forward helping us helping us set up things so the, we had a lot of questions as well going into cosmos uh, migrating from bsc which a lot of projects today are trying to do as well and face the similar kind of problems but they get solved because the whole cosmos community somehow comes together and helps you out no matter how stupid your questions are so this is this is one advantage that we saw and um, now uh, what we are doing is that we are building a platform where applications are able to submit their data and that can be verified with odin oracle now to build that uh, we we are we are basically providing tools for different applications so like uh, you can have like a play to earn or a walk to earn app that can basically uh, create token on top of odin and then submit start submitting the data on top of odin once this data gets submitted all the applications that are submitting data will be verified because we don't have a system right now uh, within Oracle, because it is, it is such a vast space, which basically takes data from users and then verifies that one single user is sending a correct data. Nobody is doing that within the space. And this is where we are moving. And this is a niche that we are also targeting, that if you as a user are using four apps that are making you earn rewards, you will be sending different kind of data from different apps. And if the data is same through all these apps, the Oracle, Odin Oracle will verify that and will then further process that. So similarly, the way we want to bring different applications on top of Odin, Cosmos provides tool for us because now we don't have to worry about building because everything is, is there in Cosmos and we can, we, we can only worry about our product and how we build it further because the Cosmos provides us all the tools necessary. And it keeps uh, advancing because, because of uh, the community and the, the, uh, the, the advancement that, that, that I have happening that because of IBC, you are connected to different blockchains, different projects. So yeah, that's, that's a nutshell. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, actually, um, uh, so uh, we have like a broad, a broader like mission or or vision. Also, we are we are currently living in a in a data oriented world. Okay, so like data means everything in this world, no? And there are many things in the data industry that need to be improved. You know, it's it's still working the the same way it worked 
uh, 10, 15, 20 years. And blockchain, you know, specifically in Cosmos, which as, I, which as Anna was saying, one of the wonderful things about Cosmos is how projects uh, don't see each other as so much as competitors, but as, as builders, no, and uh, as partners, and 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 there's a lot of help, you know, between a lot of as as Anne was saying, you know, a lot of conversations going, and it's super easy to 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 build even business relationships, no, and and that's wonderful about Cosmos. But the, the, this broader vision is how how, how can we bring more team, more security, and more value to us, the end users, on top of the data industry, you know, and and this is what we're trying to to build, no. Um, tools and an ecosystem in which as the users can end up, you know, building value based on verified data, which has a lot of value uh, in the world, no? Um, from here into the next five, 10 years, every single corporate board uh, decision is gonna be based on data analysis, you know? And, and five, 10 years, if you don't have a vast uh, uh, big data, analytical team within your company it's where it's going to be for you to compete you know in like in, in, the, in the jungle you know and and blockchain and specifically in cosmos offers you this, poss this possibility of building value on top of data transferring data efficiently securely um combining data and data tools within different blockchains and and that's what we're trying to build uh, nowadays with with, with Odin. we're just getting started we're, we're moving into the first like specifically use cases like this data tokens and was was talking about you know how can how can web two companies can build reward models based on data that users are creating you know every day and how can they uh create this this value generation process for users based on data tokens and how can those data tokens be then exchanged uh for uh curated you know and quality data that can then be used to build true value for the world, you know, and that's like a very broad and big vision we have. And that's what we're trying to do in, in, in within the Odin protocol. Uh, of course, uh, our blockchain will allow to, to developers, you know, worldwide use cases. We are the ones moving to the first use cases so we can show off uh, the world, this, the, the kind of stuff that can be built on top of Odin. And, and so we and we have a very like vast uh, roadmap moving forward, uh, but hopefully in the next months we will be able to show uh, to show already now you know the, the first specific uh, use cases and how we are already in talks with some important uh, Web two corporates that are really keen to jump into Web three you know and 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 that, that that that's our main goal for the next months you know how can we help the world understand better you know our block blockchain showing them that. Uh, on top of you know all of these prices, conversations, these crashes, there's a lot of value being built at the moment, you know, and and that's the big thing, you know. I, I think that the fundamentals of the industry are absolutely uh, wonderful right now, you know. Yeah, I just wanted to first preface that off with uh, first off, uh, welcome to the IBC gang. That's what we call it because there really isn't any like maximalist points of views when it comes to these chains. I mean, I mean these chains are all all specific they're all app chains specific so they're built for whatever their particular application is and then they want to col collaborate with all the other different app chains to bring value with whatever they're doing and data has been king and analytics is king with literally everything i mean i i mean you can just look at pretty much any facet of the world what like you can just use like sports for an example you know 
if you watch if you if anyone liked baseball and watched baseball back in the day left like you could just pull the ball every time now from analytics they know hey you hit the ball in this this refill, you know whatever 40 percent of the times so they'll just put their players there because they know that's where you're probably going to hit it everything just like pitch like every sport you know has been altered by analytics like every company uses analytics and data and what you're what you're saying about the data in this space it definitely needs to improve and um you know data is not going anywhere it's just going to keep increasing so anything that's going to benefit you know a real company and um you know already pre-existent chains is is awesome i like i like that i mean i've I've always been fascinated with data and um you know as an investor i i invest in anything related with data if it's cloud like like you guys brought up a kosh i like a kosh and um, there's all kind of other things that for data that I like, but that's that's amazing you guys are doing that. And I'm sure, you know, like all these other chains will bring value and, and add value to you guys. And, and likewise, it's like a reciprocal agreement in this uh, in this Cosmos space. And I would uh, the question I just had real quick was like from like testnet, what is your average block times? We have five five seconds. Seconds. Okay. And then, like for for anyone out there that may be new to Cosmos or just kind of came in, um, if you wanted to explain like what you guys liked about the Cosmos SDK Tendermint, and um, like did you guys have to alter anything to fit what you guys are trying to do? No, uh, we we had it at three seconds earlier, but we because we have Oracle running as well, and it's a sending request to each node, so we adjusted it to five seconds. Nice, and just for anyone out there. Um, if you have any particular questions, you can always raise your hand, come up. We are running a contest. Three people will be winning some Odin tokens. And the poll is actually live on Osmosis right now. I think yesterday's started or today's the first day with external incentives. I can't remember. Uh, but I, I don't I don't think it, I, 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 we don't know if it's in the front already, like the, the liquidity incentive mechanism we yeah. activated. It should be it should be running by Monday. No, probably they're putting that but uh, but it is already running on the back end. So like if you use the parcel thing and the rewards are already going out so like yesterday and today. So right now, not many people know about the parcel link. So like very few people are able to bound it because it's not on the front end. But yeah, it's the API is high. Yeah, the good thing is that uh, as we've been around for for quite a few time, we have we have a very solid community already, and as as Adam was saying, a very good and nice nice list of probably top you know Cosmos validators supporting our 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 network, and 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 now it's all about you know the specific use cases now. So we we we've done things like dynamic. We 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 have our scripts and oracles uh, running already. Uh, we will be launching a very cool product that Manu can talk about, uh, which is a wallet uh, with a very super complex and very nice three-layer reward system based on data and what other uh, guys you bring can 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 do within the wallet. And that's that's going to be com- completely implemented into the Odin network. And um, so, Manu, you want to talk about that, Manu, a little bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, we are very excited because we've been working for the last couple of months, as Luis was, Luis was saying, on a, on a wallet that, of course, uh, we, first of all, we think there's a space for it in the, in the blockchain industry and, and for users, even though there are hundreds of wallets out there. 
but also of course the the idea is to to back up uh, everything we do with with the cosmos chain and with different chains and, and and that has a clear reflection on this wallet right so the first thing for us as i was saying before is like find a space on the industry and, and we think uh, there should be a wallet both for two kinds of users right for for the the new that are coming into the blockchain and crypto space every single day as Luis was said earlier we like to be ambassadors of it and 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 we and we think that everybody here we need to act in a in, in a joint venture way to to bring people to to the industry so we need to build a wallet that makes things easy really easy and simple for for newcomers but people that are also that have been here for for quite a while they they demand a powerful service which for us it's multi-chain it, it, and and has all the all the different uh, tools that you would need from a wallet right it's not just nfts it's staking rewards it's it's all DeFi. you can you can add to it so so that's the two the two like visions we had for for the wallet right and, and we've been working for it for the last months we're almost ready almost almost ready it's looking amazing and we'll be launching soon it's called wallace you can check it check it out at wallacewallet.io and 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 the idea is basically to bring wallace to cosmos um it's it's there we know we understand that there are very few cosmos with very few uh wallets with with within cosmos so it was a, a good opportunity for for us and like i think and and, and of course for us uh, once again we we've of course we've done our market research of all the different wallets we especially luis and myself that we've been working in the startup and digital area for the last 15 years We've always been very, very keen into into UX, into UI, into simplicity, into bringing a good product, um, and and we think it's it, it the way that the user flows around the app and and making it so simple for new users, but so uh, powerful and with a bunch of features for old users. We have we think we have it on the spot, and we are we invite you everyone to to join our, our newsletter to to stay updated uh, of the latest news and download it as soon as possible. Eric, if you can, if you can pin that um, up on it, I actually never pin stuff. But if you guys that are speakers, if you want to pin that, uh, you can pin it to the chat so people can see that. And then when people people listen to the recording, because we do get a lot of people that listen afterwards, like usually yeah. an amount, they can even see your pinned tweets on there. I think I think Twitter just did that, like an update where if people want to listen to the recordings, they can also see things in the chat. So it's pretty cool. But hey, Rena, do you have a question? Oh yeah, it's actually I realized that you guys are also trying to work with the UX, and I totally appreciate that. That's something that's missing, uh, coming from a builder perspective from Swiddle One, which basically the um, we're also trying to solve that. But I've got a question. So, um, are you guys looking to expand the validator side by any chance? So, are you looking for new validators because there is a huge community um, that is always open to join new networks? So, just if we can cover this one. Um, and definitely, we'll be ping, ping someone of you. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, we are open. Like uh, we've been reaching to validators by ourselves as well, who we know that are um, um, contributing a lot within the Cosmos ecosystem. So definitely, uh, uh, welcome. <laughs> okay, give me a DM at a certain point. Okay, thank you. Definitely. All right. So, like for you guys, for example, with Odin. What uh, what? Let, let's just go with that. You guys brought, dropped the word dynamic NFT. I'm sure, I, I don't know if everyone understands what a dynamic dynamic NFT is. Yeah, 
So let me analyze. Okay. Let, 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 let All right, yeah, yeah, Alex. That part. Yeah. Hi, hi, guys. So I, I, I also think I didn't introduce myself. So I'm, I'm, I'm Alex. I'm in this. I know that I'm uh, more in charge you know, of the like product business roadmap. So I'll be speaking about that stuff quickly. So dynamic NFTs means that the metadata parameters that you usually see uh, as the you know, like image, video, whatever it is, like the records inside the NFT, they change. And with the case of oracles, it's happening basically upon of certain uh, real world scenarios. So I don't know, you were mentioning sports before. So imagine that you have, I don't know, certain NFTs and which will like the image will change based on then a certain team wins, for example. So you need to validate the information that okay, that team has really won it. So you need to take the data from the real world. You need to validate that it is correct and then change the metadata inside the NFT. And this is kind of tools that we allow people to use. Actually, like maybe we're now working on the business development side and also because this sort of uh, stuff can be used like in art, in different world of, you know, like events, exhibitions, competitions in metaverse a lot because you may have, you know, like some uh, digital assets inside the metaverse which may be stick to the real world you know so once something is happening in the real world it's happening inside metaverse as well and and we, as we know that main of the like assets inside the metaverse will be in the form of nfts so you will need to change the the, the metadata inside those nfts i don't imagine even like you know you want to change the weather inside like some stuff and you also can use oracles for this so this is the use case for uh, for the dynamic NFTs, and also there are some more with you know like within specifically business. So it's not only about the entertainment part, but also you know that NFTs are used as a sort of you know like digital certificate notes, and there are like a lot of other cases where also this kind of you know like dynamic are maybe be needed. Yeah, uh, Alex, I think uh, uh, we didn't publish it anywhere on Twitter. So uh, what we did is uh, we uh, uh, we minted an NFT uh, called Life of Cosmos uh, on e Ethereum, and uh, it changes color of uh, of uh, uh, atom with the price move. So when the price is changing, it's basically changing its color. So it's pretty cool because it has like fifty to sixty, and it changes color as the as as the price moves, and it's uh, powered by Odin. Yeah, it's cool. like a fun, fun way to demonstrate for, for for people to understand how that works. So, I had uh, they're called Fan Fury, which is kind of doing something kind of similar with uh, dynamic M NFT. So maybe you guys can collab. But that's the, who this guy that raised his hand. Go ahead, Nimrod. Thanks, Cosmo. Seems like I'm on your space every other day nowadays. <laughs> I love NFT, so I mean it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, like uh, Cosmos is saying, uh, Fury's been talking about um, dynamic NFTs for a while now, and I think, um, really speaking, what you guys are talking about is, you know, right up our alley. That's the perfect use case, because um, what we're doing is um, we're sort of doing dynamic NFTs that change based on um, sports data that comes in week on week, um, and these, um, you know, these data points essentially decide what rewards are going to be paid out, um, you know, at the end of the week. And this is not um, traditional five on five. Um, this is more um, single NFTs that you're holding, um, single card NFTs where you're not really being, um, you know, a part of a sports um, game, or you're not. Really 
really part of a you know a team lineup. It's more long term holdings. Um, so think of it as a as a NFT that you're holding long term. Um, that sort of just pays out every month a certain amount based on you know how how well your um, your athlete is doing. Um, I think the question that I had was more to do with the fact um, of you know how these uh, these um, the met, how the metadata is actually being updated. Is it um, configurable through, let's say, an API signal. Um, let's say if it's coming from a different Oracle, let's say, for example, if it's coming through Pan's Oracle program, um, you know, we've got validated data coming from there. Is that, is it possible for us to, let's say, use that validated data, push that through to the NFT and then have the NFT update? Because I know it's manually possible. Um, like, it's it's also possible probably through a contract, but um, doing it through an API presents its own set of challenges. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to maybe touch upon that. Yeah, so definitely, uh, this is something that uh, Odin can take care of, like, because right now the, uh, uh, we are also validating. So like, if you tell us specific use case, because this is one way that we are working within Cosmos ecosystem, we are reaching to different projects and telling them that, hey, what do you do? What kind of use case you have? So it's something for you. Uh, and then, we, because we want to see this data transfer over IBC, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. So yeah. Um, so uh, so yeah no go ahead please sorry yeah so so what what we can do is that if you tell us data sources we can basically create we have we have our oracle ready and it can start validating the data and uh it can be uh streamed to you right away go right so Obviously, you you were talking about um, you know having this data come in. I'm sorry, Cosmos, if I'm taking too much time. This is my last question. Um, so, I, assuming that you do have this data coming in, um, is it possible for us? So, you, you you did mention that you brought your oracle down to five seconds, um, and you mentioned specific the specific case about you know teams having to validate that data. I think that really speaking, um, this is it presents two use cases for us at least. Um, yeah. One is obviously within the application um, for us to use um, you know the data that's coming in to validate what, what the, the results that um, we get but um yes the nft use case i think is also probably a uh, would it be okay if i dm'd you man because no. okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know that there are probably other people and um, who want to ask questions and you guys have a lot to cover as well so thanks cosmos again for having me on i appreciate it and thank you guys for um, presenting uh, we'll talk soon Thanks. Yeah, I mean, Thanks. Any, I was going to say, anytime. I mean, that's kind of like what, why I call it Cosmos Potluck. I mean, basically, you know, there's a lot of questions that developers or teams may come on and ask that, you know, maybe we didn't think of that we want to hear as well. But also, it's just to help. Like, I just, we just use this platform for people to connect, whether it's community members with other community members community members that may have some sort of value that they can bring to a particular chain or already a chain or an app adapt that can bring value to the others so it's all good so yeah don't ever feel bad to come on i actually appreciate questions from developers that stop by it's uh, i like it a lot so but yeah and 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 also man then uh, like a very short also notice before we wrap up you know so which is like sort of call for uh, you know like potential partners for working on on that side because one of the main purpose of Odin is basically as Luis was mentioning to bring you know the two data driven cases to you know like this web stream model and especially the cases when we speak about the reward model because you now you know after this success of kind of like step and on one hand uh people see that community is really you know like hyped about these cases of being like rewarded for the data and now you know like people start realizing more and more that the data that they generate through apps 
is actually valuable and there is like a huge market around it. But also on the other on the other side, the data companies, they also see that this is also, you know, like a very cool model for them to basically build up the tokenized business models around that and to incentivize people to generate and to share, you know, like more valuable data with them and that they can later monetize it. And now we see that there is like a big demand on the data market side, you know, like traditional web to data market side, starting from small applications ended up with, you know, like huge giant companies who are now interested in introducing those models. And basically what we're doing part of Odin, why it's mainly called, you know, like open data interoperable, um, you know, like protocol is that we uh, network. So is that basically to bring this sort of applications on Odin. So for example, now you know that there is like a small pilot, which we do with, with Geo, which is like a location uh, reward token, which now will also have like more data inside. But basically now we're talking to potential partners so that if they wanted to introduce, you know, like a reward model uh, inside the app where it, was it may be already an existing app with users, so they want to build an app from scratch, we basically provide like a plug and play, you know, like protocol, uh, and you know, like an system to set up these apps, and then basically this, uh, the reward tokens, which are, you know, will be calling called like data tokens. Uh, then uh, you know, like they, they, these data tokens also will provide like afterwards a trading ecosystem for them. You know, like sort of like a small dex for them. So basically, and you can also integrate them inside the wallet. Wallet, so people will have you know like the full ecosystem ready to launch and support that sort of data rewarding uh, business models. Yeah. So, I, so, so the, the, call, the call was that if, if you guys, you know, like any of you is working on those sort of ideas, because we now there are like a lot of entrepreneurs are hyped after this, whatever to earn models. Uh, so please also feel free to DM us and we're happy to, uh, to review and support you in your case. And to reduce your basically implementation costs and it will be on top of, uh, you know, like Cosmos, with IBC and all the other advantages we know very well. Yeah, I think um, specifically from our case, it just takes away the need for us to focus on the Oracle problem. Um, it's one that we've um, tried to tackle with multiple providers and one that we're still working on. So I think, um, you know, having a protocol that is sort of dedicated towards um, the data side of things and validating that data for us is um, it, it's a huge integration opportunity. So I think we'd definitely love to collaborate in some way. I'll definitely reach out to the team. Um, thanks so much. Cool, man. Cool. So there was a question from a community member. They asked, with Asset Mantle building interchain NFTs and you are building dynamic dynamic NFTs, which is really cool, there's much hype in the metaverse and NFTs currently. Are you looking at partnering or listing your market or would you build your own marketplace? And then it's at all. Yeah. No, but you see, you see, we're, we're not like, we're not, uh, we're, we're like a protocol. It's not that now we want to launch uh, NFT projects ourselves like crazy. So our goal is to provide the technical ecosystem for other projects who would like to uh, include that dynamic factor in the NFT where the metadata changes based on certain real world uh, events. And again, it can be, for example, it can be NFTs which are like in different networks. It can be, they can be on Ethereum. So we're quite, uh, you know, like network agnostic in terms of the main blockchain networks. And so we're not building NFTs, but we are happy to collaborate with projects who want to use dynamic NFTs, as you said, in their uh, metaverse applications or in their like other uh, projects where some, where it could be some fun and interaction with changing 
a metadata based on uh, real world events. Nice. So just to reset the room, guys, like anyone else that has any questions, the uh, top three are going to get rewarded with uh, tokens. So just uh, feel free to raise your hand, ask the question, or just DM me and I'll ask it for you. So what's your estimated time to to be like live and ready on Cosmos? You're live. And oh, I didn't even. I didn't even. So you got. So what? Well, I guess so that's what I was confused, man. When you were asking yeah. about like the, the the block time on testnet, I said, "Why is he curious specifically about fucking testnet? It's already the network is main." <laughs> well, what about? I guess that makes sense. Your token's already on Osmosis. What What about uh, like your current tokens that like are on Binance Smart Chain? How does that work? So those tokens are invalid now. Uh, we removed the liquidity from there, and whoever bought the token, we told them to to uh, port over to Odin Mainnet. And uh, uh, after twenty third April, whoever is buying tokens there, it's it's not it's not valid. So we have removed it from Coin Market Cap. We have removed it from Coin Gecko. So now, if anybody wants to buy, the only way is Osmosis. And then, what's the best? spot to find all the data on your actual token for people out there we could pin that up so they could see like the total tokenomics the the supply the apr so we are working on a new tokenomics with the uh odin data token uh which we will release in a week's time so so that will be a revised uh tokenomics yeah okay which will be on our website yeah Bernardo, do you have any questions? Yes, definitely. I'm really happy to be here. I have been following the project for quite a while, but never had the opportunity to speak like that. So I'm really glad to hear about all the guys here. Uh, that's really awesome. And uh, thanks for that, for the opportunity to speak. Uh, my question is uh, regarding the wallets. I'm, I'm quite excited for the for the launch of the wallets, especially uh, hearing that the wallets are going to be on, on Cosmos soon as well. And I would like to heard about uh, how the how how the guys have the how the how the team has the the setup in relation to the to to onboard new projects that are coming to Cosmos because I know that many projects have issues to to be listed on Kepler Wallet uh, uh, properly and you know with huge fees and things like that. So uh, I think that. Um, the wallets can be like a good opportunity for those projects. So uh, it would be really interesting to hear about it. Thanks. Yeah, so this is this is a problem that we faced as well uh, because we've been in touch with, uh, with um, Cosmos Station for a while now. But uh, of course, there are so many projects. They, they run the validator node and they, they have to set up everything for, for the projects to integrate in their wallet. But yes, this is a problem that we have seen the new projects face when they come to Cosmos because there is no mobile app. So it's really hard for users to to integrate, you know, that token, uh, to interact with that token. So one thing is there is that whichever, whichever data app is building on top of Odin will automatically have integration with, uh, with, with Wallace. We are going to start with the major uh, Cosmos projects, which is which is Atom, uh, Osmosis. We are going to start integrating Cosmos um, chains, and then we will have uh, an easier way for projects to be able to uh, listed 
on on Wallace as well. So we we would want to make it possible for newer projects to be able to come on top of Wallace. This is one of our goals as well. Yes. Yeah, if you had any follow-ups to that, Bernardo, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks for the answer. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, it opens and, uh, a lot more like opportunity for new projects to come in and don't face the same issues as always to be listed. That's great. Thank you. Okay, Cheers. so there is another question from a community member. Uh, it says, I see there are 52 validators currently on Odin protocol. Is there any attempt to increase their number? Yes, we are constantly in touch with a lot of validators. We are reaching out to them. And uh, like this is the first basis. Like This is the first time we are coming out talking because we think we are ready. Uh, and a lot of validators probably want to see us as well, uh, talk to the community and, and explain what we've been building. But uh, till today, we were just like figuring out a lot of things, putting things in place. And um, we we will start reaching out to more and more validators, uh, stronger validators to come on board. Yeah. Another question from community member. They were asking about like the like how did you guys go about uh, the Binance situation? Did you or Binance Smart Chain? Did you just have it burn? Did this the the, the, the uh, community members get one of one for their token supply? Yeah. So we we have we have a web page. Uh, you have to go to the bridge. And you have to perma lock your tokens, BSC tokens, and once uh, once they are permanently locked, uh, you also have to enter your Odin. You automatically basically uh, have a Binance chain wallet and are installed, so it automatically reads your Odin address, and then you can just lock your BSC tokens, and then you get those in Odin uh, network one on one. Okay. So, uh, does anyone else have any questions? That was a good question. Let me see. Someone's looks like sending me a message now. So, yeah. So, uh, what was the? Uh, I guess, like on a personal note, what was the? I don't know. I don't want to say flaw, but what was the reasoning that you were like, all right, buying in smart chains is not where we want to be, and let's go over to Cosmos. The kind of tools that that uh, uh, Cosmos offers. We we are free to build our own blockchain for a very specific use case which is related to data if we were in any other chain we would be just uh i don't know how to say it but like putting things together all the time here we have everything ready and we have the support so this is this is why uh, we also feel uh, that vpr within cosmos ecosystem uh because we have everything ready and we can just go and do the work needed Nice. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. I mean, that's why there's there's teams and builders coming over on Troves right now to to build in Cosmos because it allows you a lot of flexibility. Uh, you can have your own validator set, you, all the tools that are. So people out there listening, like Cosmos SDK is essentially like the tool that makes it really simplistic for, I don't want to say simplistic, but a lot easier for people to be able to build a blockchain and then you got tendermint that helps with the code and ibc is like the protocol for the communications from one chain to another and it's all seamless and there's like no friction and I, the same person um is asking me right now about the tokenomic of it so they said that did you guys burn any or are you just restarting your token on this chain so we are porting all the tokens and uh, whichever is uh... So basically, they are getting burned, uh, whatever was on BSC. 
Okay, and then they <laughs> some good questions about the tokenomics. They use the hypotheticals like, let's say that you guys have one billion tokens on Binance. Now that you're bringing over all the tokens over, are you creating more tokens for the new chain and new emissions? No, the the so the supply right now stands at 108 million. Uh, the circulating on Binance chain was somewhere around 10 to 12 million. So, so, um, but I think we are somewhere around. 10 million which are which 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 came over uh, to cosmos to to audit in and people have started staking them yeah we but, but we burnt everything on on bsc and on Bimber. yeah yeah everything else that was there we've already burned whatever uh whatever uh, other uh, so, so there are so very few tokens there's... left yeah there's there's still there's there was in our within our token economics we had like a pool for this bridge uh integrating supply of holders on BSC so that in case they, they asked for the tokens uh, to be bridged, they were available. But uh, the rest of the tokens on BSC have already been burned. So no more tokens uh, than the ones expected can be, uh, will be appearing on Cosmos. Yeah. So when you guys were on like the Binance Smart Chain, like how was your, uh, I guess, did you guys have inflation, like APR rewards and all that too? No. no, no, we didn't. So basically, the P the PSC token was just like a like a test visibility token to get to know people about the project we were building on Cosmos, but it was never intended to be a a, a main token or a utility token. You know, uh, people were were able to buy it, then uh, bridge it testnet and and start uh, generating some rewards in our testnet what we're building. Uh, but it was just that. Uh, so we will never put anything on, on top of PSC. Okay. So does anyone else have any questions? I appreciate everyone stopping by, asking questions, hanging out, spending their Sundays with us. I can't think of any more questions personally. I just, uh, yeah, kudos to coming over to Cosmos. So how do you guys enjoying your time so far? Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, well, also, sure. thank you, man. Thank you, thank you for hosting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for arranging this. And thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. We do, we do all kind of shows. It's all about education and content. And I appreciate everyone that always stops by, especially during the bear market, because I understand. And it's the summertime for people, so you know they want to be out and about and kind of hanging out with the family. And um, you know, during a bear market, most of the people that are here, they want to be here. They they believe in the tech and they understand it and they want to keep learning. So I always appreciate it. Everyone that's that is still still hanging, you know, people do listen uh, afterwards. So there will be quite a few um, people that will probably ask questions and all that. So what's the best way of getting in contact with you guys? So that? Telegram is the best way. Um, also, you, you can DM us on Twitter or 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 Telegram. Yeah, any of our platforms: Discord, uh, Telegram, or Twitter. All right. So yeah, do you guys have any like last things you would like to mention or anything you might have thought of? Thank you very much. Just uh, so we are we're just getting started to you know to show off a little bit and and we've been we've been building during many months, bootstrapping the project, and now it's the time to start you know to get more in in in, in contact with with public community. And so yeah. happy happy to 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 come back another time. In the coming months and and let you know how things are going yeah and show our appreciation for hosting these kinds of events i think it's cool for not just the community of cosmos but for for us well builders and, and
and founders and, and developers for everyone. They stick together and push everything together, which is something that we like about Cosmos. So thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. It's always our pleasure. And that's, you know, we have to do things like this because we don't have like the venture capitalists that are just pumping out, uh, you know, education and content and the people, the, the thing I always say to people, and it's like not trying to be like a maximalist point of view, but I guess it kind of comes off that way is I do delve into other Twitter spaces out there. Uh, just like randomly, I'll be laying in bed. I'm like, oh, let's see what they're talking about. Like, I'll I'll talk, pop into like a Cardano one or whatever, like stuff that's not IBC enabled. And most of it's really not necessarily about the technology, and it's just like random things. And and I find the people in Cosmos to ask the the so many questions. Like they think of everything, and I think the builders kind of are the same way. A lot of these people that I've met. Um, either at the real life events, you could tell their mind is already like 20 questions ahead of what the, what their word is. And uh, they're thinking of like, okay, well, if this happens then that happens, they use all these hypotheticals and, you know, that's how Cosmos started where, you know, probably building Ethereum and, and or wherever else. And they just seen the, the pitfalls and they're like, let's, let's do this. And I love Cosmos because it's all open source and it's basically like rules without rulers and we're the governance and it's very active in participation. I don't know if chains out there, especially these other chains, uh, you know, they, they vote much. Like I can't imagine people in like Solana just like really caring too much about voting. You know, like people in Cosmos are always voting. And it's cool too. A lot of the, a lot of like the airdrops and things of that nature, they use random snapshots. You know, hey, hey, voted on this uh, prop proposal for Juno uh, or whatever. Like you get an extra, you get a bonus. And um, it's just nice. Uh, the, all, the, all the developers that I've met were very genuine. And it was crazy. I met a lot of like founders of different chains at like down Florida and Texas. And they were really excited to see me. And I was thinking like, wow, I just do shows and and kind of just hang out. I don't build. I, I know the tech, but it's this is really cool to see everyone kind of coming together. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to the future and seeing how this all looks this time next year. I think it's going to be a lot, a lot different. And custom. I always say customer. I'm all for things that are building out um, UI and UX to help out the customer, make it more friendly, because there's just so much friction still, even in Cosmos. But it's so much better here than a lot of other chains. It's just... So kudos to you guys. I appreciate your time. Everyone else, I hope you guys have a rest, good rest of your Sundays. And uh, my DMs are always open if you have any follow-up questions. Take care, everyone. See you, Eric. Thanks for stopping by. Helping out. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Cheers. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Cosmos Spaces Cosmos Potluck with Citadel One and Odin Protocol. Hosted by Cosmos Haas. Recorded on Sunday, July 31st, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo, I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back, doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack not everybody's always in it for the money looking like another crooked sunday and i'm working monday 
So you know I ain't stressing Left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception The base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent Each time he listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist can't say they're making say they're pennies, making pennies per play Until they can figure out how to turn a profit Their future will always be in question But, for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund Pennies, 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 pennies Another day, another lesson Living in the eighth dimension Might be worth a little mention Living in the Great Depression Got a real regal feel Reeling in another sucker fish Out to make a deal Just to make a motherfucker wish Aw shit, now you only got two left You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth Like a rabid dog Like a fake mate and call at the zoo It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit Trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through When I'm making my music